Hey, Roger, how are you? I'm good, Allison. How are you doing today? I'm great. So why don't you pick your brain on this hot topic that we have going on between uh, anti-obesity drugs and diabetic drugs? I mean, we hear about Ozempic and all the other things that are going on. We hear it on the, the news and the radio. You know what? It's a big conversation. We're hearing lots of our clients ask about it. So, really, what's the deal? Yeah, and and it's showing up on our drug reports all the time. And obviously, we want to know: um, is it being approved, like you said, for the right condition of which it is meant to be prescribed for type two diabetes? Yes. But there are some loopholes, and there's some contracts out there that may be paying it for weight loss specifically. Mm-hmm. So regardless of all that, we need to check our contracts, and then we need to be keeping an eye on where this is headed. So um, do we want Ozempic to be going through prior authorization so that it is um, the, the patient actually has to show that they are being treated for diabetes, and that's what it's being prescribed for. So anyway, it's more of a pay attention thing, um, formulary-wise, prior author-wise, and everything right. else. Right. Yeah, that's the first start. Yeah, and I think the other thing is, you know, it was weight loss medication has been seen as a, a lifestyle medication. Right. And so looking at, you know, obesity as a lifestyle, is that that the right thing to do to say that it's a, a lifestyle situation? I mean, people deal with obesity like it's a disease and it legitimately is for a lot of people. It and is. that disease can cause a lot of comorbidities that will cost mm-hmm. a lot more down the line. You know, if we can get to that, to the root position and not have people become diabetic and not have people need cholesterol medication and, and all that, mm-hmm. you know, is that the next conversation we have about how are we treating obesity? Totally. Absolutely. I I think we need to have this conversation with everyone in that um, I think we need to now revisit the the inclusion or exclusion of obesity medications. Mm -hmm. There's lots of them on the market. Uh, The version of Ozempic that is sold as as an obesity drug, which is the same drug, by the way, but at about four times the price, it is effective as long as people take it and keep taking it, right? Sorry, it's four times the price, but it's the same drug. It's the Not- same drug by ingredient, but it, I believe it has to be uh, taken at different amounts and so on. So oh, it, I'm just wondering it, if they charge four times the cost because it's for weight loss and that's a good marketing technique. It, it's a test. They're testing mm. the pricing. And I guess the next debate really is, is as you say, if this is truly a disease, should the employer now look at this as their responsibility to support an employee through obesity by realizing that medication does have its place. Mm-hmm. Diet and exercise will go so far, but when someone is dealing with other comorbidities, um, heart disease and the like, losing weight can make a major difference. Yeah. So uh, we need to re- you know, discuss this with our clients to see if it's time to revisit this. And as these drugs that are on the market and newer ones that come on, uh, regardless of what they're priced at, we have to talk about whether we should be covering. Yeah, I mean, this right? is changing by the minute. So yeah. I think we just say stay tuned and yeah. we'll keep a very close eye on it. And keep talking. Right on. Okay, thanks for bringing this up, Allison. Appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, Roger.